listening to The Real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The Raw. Wait, they were talking about The Relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The Relentlessly Real Podcast. Welcome to part two of our conversation with Alicia about mental health awareness during COVID. Uh, We're going to go ahead and tune in right now for part two. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. I think think that's a, I've heard Jay-Z say it, uh, something similar to what you're saying, where it's like, he's like, man, like if you didn't have happiness before, money won't make you happy. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's that you can't buy your way to happiness. Right. So it's this idea of like, it's, you know, it's an illusion. It's a a smoke screen. It's a, it's a lot of those different things that, you know, and I look, I'm a, I love talking about money, finances, growth, mm-hmm. you know, pushing yourself, leveraging yourself, you know, yeah. not over leveraging yourself. All those things matter to me a lot. Yeah. Um, but even with that being the case, like you said, like Jeff Bezos is no longer married to his wife. You know what yeah. I mean? I, if, if, if I made, you know, $500 million, but I didn't have Jovita, was it really worth it? If my, right. my daughter don't want to talk to me no more because I, but I have money. Right. I, you know, so you got to keep it all mm-hmm. perspective, but what social media does not allow is mm-hmm. in perspective. It, allow, yeah. it allows you to have everyone's perspective. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, like, man, I hated that. I hated those posts too, but I got, like you said, I got it too. I got, I hear what they're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't have a business after this three month turnaround, then you, <laughs> you, you, you stuck in life. Like that. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, you lazy. Yeah, you were lazy. Exactly. And then at the, on top of that, you it was never time was never the issue. You was the issue. It's like, dang, like, all right, well, uh, hurt all right. my feelings. And, and that's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy because it's just like, um, like the, the phrase is happiness depends on happiness. So if mm-hmm. nothing is happening, that's I'm not happy right now. And yeah. that's the social social media is nothing but a bunch of things happening. Yeah. That's all it is. And like, but you don't know, we don't you don't see what it took to get them there. Right. You don't know if you don't know if they're really there. You don't know what happened after they took that post, that picture. You mm-hmm. don't you don't after they took that video. You don't know how much money, like and, and I'm just being like honest right now. Like the thing for me. I take so many trips. It's because I I find fulfillment when I travel. Like I tell people all before, I wish I had a job where I did travel. I, something about that, like like even what you're doing, Alicia, right now. Like oh my god, like that's just so amazing to me. Like I would like, I wish I had a job where I travel. It's that right. is that's just how I'm, I'm wired, which is why I like going places. And but people's like, oh yeah, you gotta have money. You don't know what like. With the things I sacrificed to take these trips, right, right. and it, and yeah, and maybe it's it's maybe it, you wouldn't do it, I, but I do it because it keeps my it keeps me mentally prepared to keep going, you know. And and my wife has come to understand it too. Like I see why you why you want to go because it's like one trip for me can keep me energized for the next thirty yeah. or forty five days to fight almost anything, yeah. and then I gotta go again, you know. But one of the things I, I'm starting to realize is that as John was talking is like, and I guess me getting older is realize the person's, the person's approval who I like, I urge for the most is my family's like outside of that. Like, you know, like when I used to compare, I don't have this yet. I don't have this, that. And, and Tanisha like, well, you don't need all that. Mm-hmm. I don't need all that. I don't want all of that. Like, make, like, like, like you may think you, you, you're not here yet. Like, but you may like, like we're good. Like, you know, mm-hmm. calm down. We're good, like you know. And yeah. one of my one of my closest coworkers, she has this. I, it's, it's, I finally caught on what she was doing, but she has three kids, and she's all she. I mean, she videos her kids like nonstop, like all she has is her kids, and she has this thing called "Buy Them Nothing." And what what she shows is that 
her kids are just having the most amazing time. And she's probably bought like nothing for them. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and she has bought things, don't get me wrong, but she she she's highlighting the things that she's done to, to show that, that you don't have to give them these trinkets. These kids are like elated because of the quality of life that that this mom is spending with these kids and the yeah. dad is spending with these kids. And like every time I see them, they're doing nature walks, they're rolling on the ground, they're playing in boxes, they might have got shipped, they're sliding down boxes. Like they're doing the most cheapest things to have, but when I say these kids are probably like living the absolute life, they're gonna have so many memories when they got older, and she says she's buy them nothing. And I'm like, yo, uh, and I'm just the other day, my daughter is like playing in a box, like <laughs> really playing in a box. I didn't bought her her birthdays this week. I didn't spend all this all this money in this and this and this and that. And I know a week later that joint is gonna be in a closet, like yep. shoved in. Meanwhile, this box has been here for three weeks. And she comes down down the steps, and she wants to get in the box. Aww. And I have no idea why that's so much fun. Why that's really, but she's like, "Daddy, can you record me in the box?" She Aww. just she just wants that. And so I'm realizing that we that really we put stock in what we see other people buy, and mm-hmm. we put in what other people do. And like you said, the things that are most meaningful is the connections. Those like you know, and it's just that's why. I, I think sometimes counseling helps mm-hmm. because you, at that moment, you are connecting with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like part of, I think it might be Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, I, th- I hope I'm saying prices, but food, shelter, clothing, and mm-hmm. connection. That's mm-hmm. what we need. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that all four of those things, they are very, they are connected in themselves. Like, like if, if I don't have food, if I don't have shelter, if I don't have clothing, if I don't feel connections, if any of those are out of whack, they can lead to depression. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it's like any of them. Like, and which is why I I said again, I feel like our people, everybody, anybody can struggle, but we struggle the most because those things are still, we're still trying. To, we're at a point where we we're like, we're like the majority of us are not wealthy. The majority yeah. of us are not rich. The majority of us, the majority of us do not make six figure incomes. Yeah. The majority, like, we just don't. Yeah. And so it's just like. You know, I, I'm a I'm a counselor. What you're saying, T, and what you said, Alicia, based on you know the posts and things like that. During this COVID time, it's like, when have we ever been allowed to do nothing? <clears throat> like during this time, we're not required to do a lot. Yeah. And it's okay to wake up and do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I get up and I'm happy that I can literally just do nothing. I don't have to worry about fitting in agendas. I don't have to worry about going out, seeing people. I don't have to worry about, you know, just doing anything. Like I can literally wake up, go make a cup of coffee and lay and lounge all day. Mm-hmm. Like this is a time when we can do that. We don't have yeah. to worry about getting up and commuting in a daily life that we have been living. Yeah. Like during this time, majority of people are working from home. We're paying all this money to, to live in these houses, <laughs> but our lives are so filled outside of the house. Yeah. Like, Mm. I can enjoy my house now. <laughs> Every piece of it. Like yeah. I can go and sleep it, in the guest room just because. <laughs> you know, okay, or, <laughs> right. but it's like it's can so I get a Tony flex on us, Tony flex on us, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying no, like, yeah. it's okay to do nothing. We don't have to fill yeah. being busy and doing all this all these things. Like you yeah. can wake up and do nothing and it's okay. And yeah. you know. It fits into depression too because you 
want to fill your day to feel like you're doing things to make everyone think of you in a different light and you know look like you're this person there is no pressure now mm-hmm. like everybody's you, home we, <laughs> everybody's <laughs> home right you know i just I, want I, to add that I, I like that if i could say something I, you're, you're, I, you're our guest whatever you want to say <laughs> I, I think, um, and I go hard for black people because I love black people and um, and I'm black, but also because like, even this idea of like doing nothing, like the rest, like when have when have black people ever been able to rest, right? Like, like mm-hmm. literally, and, and, and not explain it to anybody. Like even this idea of like, oh, I can't do that. And you have to have a reason. You don't have to have a reason. Like you could just be tired. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and it makes mm-hmm. sense to be tired. Like, um, and even the people working from home, like, uh, this idea that like, oh, you should stay home. There are people who can't stay home. Like there are people who are literally at the grocery store right now, the gas Mm -hmm. station. These are people who get paid less money and usually they're people of color. So like Mm -hmm. you talking about, you talking Mm -hmm. about the lowest of lows, like Mm -hmm. it is is a privilege that I'm able to rest. You know what I'm saying? And again, be able to create some, even talking about businesses, being able to create a business, again, ancestors, yes. Everything they created, somebody took from them. Everything Mm -hmm. that they made, like they couldn't enjoy for themselves. And now like that we have, that now that we have like like you said our own homes or our own businesses or things like that like our own our own things to enjoy whether that be the television or whatever like it's okay to really just appreciate the gift of rest and just enjoying what we have because again like i said everything that was created we couldn't enjoy before you know what i'm saying we as a people and so mm-hmm. i feel like we're just playing catch up on like resting and like while wealthier people they rest and they're not the ones at their job risking their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the ones at home complaining about like, oh, it's a prison here. You know, it's like, no, mm-hmm. a, a mansion. Right. <laughs> like, Definitely. You this, know, this, this COVID has taught a lot of people lessons, I'm sure. I mean, oh, yes. I have slowed down. We all have slowed down. And I mean, even in the sense of just enjoying your house, like you were saying, Tony, like, not even just enjoying your house, but enjoying the, the outside, like the beauty of trees and the yeah. lawn and this and that. And like you watch your daughter and you just, your daughter's happy. She goes, you know, my mm-hmm. daughter's happy because we're home. Like we've never mm-hmm. had this much time together as a family. Mm-hmm. It's incorrigible because this is something that has unprecedented uh, in our like whole existence. Have we never been able to slow down to this extent yeah. and see our family for who they really are? Like really look at every micro action that they're doing. We're like, oh, I see. Okay, well, I didn't know you did that. Okay, now you're learning. Mm-hmm. Some people are relearning their families, relearning their spouses, mm-hmm. relearning their um, family constructs. You know, I'm actually nervous. I'm, I'm more nervous for you, John, because your daughter's like still young. I am actually nervous for when this ends and having to retrain like my kids to go back to school. Like, 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 remember how hard it was? Uh, I don't know if it was hard for you, but it was. for Jocelyn yeah. to get, like, to not to leave you all and you go. Cry. Like, bruh. Yeah. That, that, it took me a work to get to London able, like, TJ's is like, all right, bye. Right. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. London's like, I'm not going. Like, she's yeah. like, I'm not going. <laughs> like, and the crying and all that. Yeah. I yeah, with all that. yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, it's very curious. I, that, that's what my, my mindset. And then watch this. That's going to lead to other issues. When this ends, like you know, like when yeah. it's time to go back, like you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm worried. Uh, I'm not. I'm worried, but but I can I, I can imagine how that's go- that could be a trigger for some people. Like now that this is over, and look at what we, what we gain. I'm uh, uh, such a movie a movie person. I don't know if you all have, you all have seen <laughs> Avengers. I am. I just love movies. Um, Avengers Endgame. 
and and when um when Tony when Tony Stark and Captain America was they were trying to convince him to to help them and he was like I I, I want to help you all out but look at what I've gained despite what I lost yeah and and and, and, and it's funny how like that, a movie a scene like that like comes up in this moment but it's it was it's very clear to me now of what what he means by that because we're kind of like in a Thanos situation where something has snapped and took in rocked mm-hmm. our entire lives and through this process some people yes people have lost but like tony he gained a daughter he gained a wife and a daughter through that loss and he's just like i want to help you out and I, like i want to go back and i want to fix everything but it cannot exclude what i've lost like what, what, what i've gained so if that if the, if, the, if it's the case that i'm going to now lose what i've gained i'm good y'all can go ahead you uh, like i wish you well but I'm not losing this. And I'm hoping people are very cognizant of this time of what did you gain during this time that you want to keep? Yeah. And, and, and there are some things you probably shouldn't go back to. Yeah. Because like, like, like all these, from an employee standpoint, all these crap meetings with a week that, that could have been done digitally. <laughs> we now know it can be done digitally. Wow. So like, don't waste my time. Cause I can assure you, I'm not going to waste my teacher's time. Like, nah, if you can, you go home, you sign on, dock your little phone. We will have this meeting. Like, like it makes sense. Like, we will have this, like, mobile now. Get yeah. home. To your fa- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so my mindset is, is just that was my central point of, like, after, when we come out of this, what have you gained that could help you, especially mentally, mm-hmm. to be stronger and be better than you were before? And some of that stuff don't go back to, like, you know? Yeah, I like that a lot. I think I think if there's anything, and we can move on to the next question. But is there anything that should be attained in this period of time? It, maybe it's not a new business, but maybe it's the willpower or the um, the courage to do things you never did before in the next season. Like you know, when we we had like we got to have another business started in the next month or so, and had that joint like ready to kill once the economy <laughs> opens. We don't mm-hmm. even know what the new economy is going to look like. Like yeah. let's be real truthfully honest about this. 10% of the job market is unemployed, unemployed right now. Like, you know, we're talking about almost 20 million people out of jobs. You know what I'm saying? So nothing looks will may, may not look the same as it did a month or two ago. Um, so we have to be careful how we gauge this whole, oh, I'm going to just come out killing. Killing and what? You don't even know what's going to exist now. How do we shut down? The stock right. market is going down. Like, people lost their jobs. We, we Social distancing may last the next year, year and a half. We just don't. No, so calm down, take this <laughs> mm-hmm. time, enjoy your family, learn how to love your family again the way that you probably should have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, 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 Alicia's a, she's an artist, she's a, a songwriter, she's a creative, and I think that's a part of the reason why you feel what you feel. Like, I think as artists, mm-hmm. that's what we tend to do, we feel and then we create. Mm-hmm. Um, as a singer, does your art form help you create or do, uh, is it like hurt you in, when you're in your depressive states? Mm-hmm. Um. It's sometimes it's hard to like get into a creative state when I'm in a depressive, I guess I'll call it episode. Like um, it's, it's, if it's hard to get out of bed, sometimes it's hard to get the, to get the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the energy flowing to actually start creating, you know, because I mean, even though creating is fun, it's still work. <laughs> like, mm. um, and, and especially like if I'm writing a song, for example, and I get stuck and I'm like, okay, no, I don't have that. I don't want to do this anymore. Like just, yeah. just throw it away. Just throw the whole thing away. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think getting to the point of actually creating depends on like my mood, I guess, or like how it, it how uh, severe the episode is. But in general, like 
singing feels good. Just singing feels like even if it's not, even if it doesn't make sense. Like I have so many memos on my phone from just like singing nonsensical things, right? Yeah. And so it, it really feels like it's soothing. It's soothing. Um, and even and, and I know again, I had to go back to scripture, but uh, when it says like God knows basically what our groans mean, right? And mm -hmm. I, I think it's the same thing about singing. Like there are times when I'm in in service and there's like just people are worshiping and even though people aren't saying anything, like it's still, it's still soothing, it's still beautiful. It's still like, like God knows what they're saying and God knows what they need. And I feel like sometimes I get what I need from singing from creating. So ultimately, yes, like it does help. And it also helps to like write about things that are honest. Like I wrote a whole song called The Struggle because I was fed up <laughs> with like, with the world, with my relationship with God, with people. Like I'm like, oh, everything sucks. Like that's, yeah. basic, that's basically what the song was saying. Sure. And there was no, um, I felt this pressure at first to have an answer, like when I created and uh, like, oh, well this song has to end on a happy note. Like just like that. The performative thing, like, oh, I have to, you know, I have to make everybody feel good and stuff like mm. that. And, um, but it seems like I write my best stuff when I'm being honest about life. Like, and I say best stuff isn't like most honest stuff, stuff that flows freely. Like the yeah. the song struggle, like when I wrote it, it was just like word vomit. Like I was just going in, like, God, what the heck? You want me to love all these people, but they're trash. Like they're horrible people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like you know, like or mm -hmm. you know, everybody has their own type of, you know, Christianity that they want to follow. And I'm supposed to be like, hey, hey, you know, no, like I'm sick of it, you know, or um, I want to do what I want to do. I want to drink. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to be wild and out like everybody else. I hate that I have to live up to like this standard that you put for me and like, and my life sucks. And so why yep. is everybody else's life, you know, like popping mm -hmm. off and like being amazing and people are doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. And there was no answer at the end yeah. of the song. It was just kind of like, this is how I feel, the end. And so mm. when, I, when, I, when I put it out, um, I just, you know, just venting. But a lot of people felt like they resonated with that. Mm. And I was just like, why? <laughs> like, why <laughs> like, like, why do you like this song? Like, right. but I, I think, um, I think for me, I think it, the, the, the song and also other artists, like I love listening to songs that are sad. I love listening to songs that are, uh, angry or you know contemplative. I think because we all want something honest. We all don't. We don't want to feel like we have to like put on all the time. You know, there right. there are times I want to listen to happy songs like "Happy Feeling" by Frankie Beverly and, and Mays. Like yes, like absolutely. But there are also times when I need like you know blues. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a reason why these genres existed. Yeah. And so I think it's for the person listening to the song, but I also feel like it's for the person who's writing the song. Like when you listen to a song, you can tell if it's being, if they're being honest, like you can tell, like they mean what they singing. They, they're right. like sucks, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tell the truth about their yes. own life. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. And, I, and I think there's something to be said about that, people who aren't afraid to be honest. And um, for me, when I'm not afraid to be honest with my art, whether it be songwriting or like just writing or even photography, like, yeah, that, that helps, that helps. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't have an answer, you know? But I feel like it's also like, the practice is also like meditative. It's also like, um, like I'm communing with God during that time. I'm, I'm communing and being like, you know, God, here, here's everything. Like there are times when I feel like I have, to, I have to vent to him and I don't get answers all the time, but I feel a little lighter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not fixed, it's not perfect, but it's like, yeah, this is how I feel. Okay, I can walk away now and you know have enough it's interesting because you know when i sing 
I don't feel soothing, but maybe it's because I can't. No one does. They don't <laughs> hear you. After, maybe it's because I, I, I feel pain. It's maybe because I, I can't sing, but. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> no. it is. Yeah. I'm glad you put your finger on it. I, I, I took from that that I should maybe start my own album. Is that not what Do you Do it. Were, is that. Is that <laughs> Is that where you were going with it? No, it's not. Terrence, I'm gonna tell you to go for it, but I don't know about everybody else. Like I, said, no, I want, I want you to actually do it. I want you to release a song today, <laughs> John. I feel like you have ulterior motives as to why you want me to release Aww. that song. Like, I just, I want everyone to hear it, and we can all have a discussion about it on, on the podcast. Uh, but going into what you were saying, though, Alicia, you mentioned um, people being real and everything, like. Do you feel like everyone struggles with depression? Like like everybody, but just doesn't know it, you know? Hmm. I I think at some point in life, everybody probably does struggle with depression at some mm -hmm. point. Like, and it doesn't have to be as severe as not being able to get out of bed or take a shower or whatever. It could just be like a lull or like just a, I feel like the world is heavy. You know what I'm saying? And if you go mm -hmm. through this world unscathed and like unaffected, then that's yep. another issue, I think. But I think it's normal to feel heavy from the world. Right. Like, you know, we're humans. Like, yeah. We see what's going on. So. Yeah. No, that's real. I I, I feel that way. That's why I was asking you your thoughts on that. Because I was like, man, I know we probably, we just don't know we're dealing with it. We just be out here like, oh, this is life. This is just yeah. how it be. No, <laughs> it ain't like that. Ain't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you think that uh, pe people that, excuse me, do you think people that both struggle with depression should get married? Like both, like both, both people, like if a husband and wife mm -hmm. both struggle with depression, should they get married? So that's actually, I'm married to someone who struggles with depression. Okay. So he's not in here. But um, oh, he, oh, he's in there? No, he's not. Oh, <laughs> I was like, hey, Jamal. Say, what? Where's he at? He's <laughs> 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 in the corner the whole time. Just... <laughs> he's like, oh, you going to just share my business like that? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. or, or you see an imaginary people, and there's another issue. He's right, he's actually right next Whoa. to me. Whoa. <laughs> Under the painting, I think I can see him. Yeah. <laughs> it's disconnect. Like, oh, no. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, how, uh, yeah. How, how has that been then? Like, I mean, from your lens, it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, I think because when we're both going through episodes, like not that we go through them at the same time, it it expresses itself differently. So Jamal, he becomes very like into himself and reserved and like non non communicative and like you know, just to himself. And I think it's because he's used to being by himself. Uh, but for me, like I'm more needy, I think. I, I I think I'd be like, yeah, I'm not feeling too good or whatever, but I need you next to me. And I think for him, like he's very self, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but like he's very, he's very to himself. He's used to fixing things himself. And so it can be frustrating because I'm like, what's up? Like, are you not are you not feeling me right now? Like, mm -hmm. is it, am I annoying you? Like what's, and I'm always like, which is, which shouldn't be the case, but I'm always like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Like, what am I doing wrong? Am I not, am I not being fun enough? Am I, am I not like, you know, I don't know. Is he not interested in me anymore? And mm -hmm. I, I think it's, and I think that has to do with me more than him because again, like with other relationships I've been in, you know, when you, I don't know if, cause you guys are guys, but like <laughs> when guys, we are. When, okay. Yes. Right. So like, <laughs> it's, not me, but go ahead. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, um, in relationships, women know when it's ending, like we can feel it. It's like, they're losing interest. They're not being as responsive as they used to be or whatever. And then like guys usually like deny it and they're like, Oh no, everything's fine. And then two weeks yeah. later, LOL, just kidding. I actually want to break up. 
Yeah. You know, and yeah. so mm -hmm. like we had that intuition. And I think for me, like I automatically go to them, like, oh my God, is he tired of me? Like it's only been like, you know, so many years or whatever. Like, is he tired of me? It's really? been 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still like me? Are you still? That's but funny, um, I think people don't think that even happens in marriages. Uh, I hate it. Dude, calm down. Hey, I hate it. Like, I hate it. And Alicia, it's so funny, Alicia, because I don't think that that's a, we're so funny. I don't think, I'm actually, I, I hope you should find comfort in that. I don't think that's just a you thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to be very blunt. I think that's a woman thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. And it's just like, I, I have to tell like, you know, my wife, my wife often like, yo, if we, if we had a debate or argument, that's mm -hmm. not me walking out the door. Like, <laughs> if I disapprove of something that you did, like, or like, like we'll spend five days together, and then she like, the next day, like maybe I'm downstairs. Do you still want to be like? Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> yes, girl. You want to have all my eyes? Shut oh, up! <laughs> I get it though. I get I, it. I, it's funny when you say I, I, I do get it. It's so funny because John and Tony and Mike would. Like that's why I I I love them because it'll be and my and with me by myself I'll just be like if you don't shut up yeah and, and I won't and I won't comfort that emotion mm -hmm. and I, but so hearing you hearing you and and, and talk, John and 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 Tony was telling like yo T you foul yo like like if you don't go comfort that girl's emotion right. like, and it was like yo well, I don't want to like she should know yeah. like yeah. yo I'm here like no she I doesn't haven't left yet. no no <laughs> that's, that's like I haven't left I didn't pack my bags I guess yeah. I left. like where am I going <laughs> but you can leave before you leave like that's a thing it's, it's she with a keeper that's that, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't be having no thoughts. Hey, like we don't be thinking nothing about like leaving you, girl. Girl, no. we are not thinking at about this, that. At this point in my life. I'm not thinking about leaving you. I can't. I'm, I'm a little heavier. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not thinking about replacing you. I'm not thinking like no. But, oh but, my god! But Alicia made it real. Is that you leave before you leave? And so yeah. Which is we've talked about that a lot on this uh this show. Yeah, we have, we have engine and spouses and all. So when you're talking about the whole COVID, I mean not COVID thing, but just in, in dealing with depression, and you guys both have a depressive state going on, mm -hmm. how do you handle both people? Y'all never it never coincides or it does sometimes? Like how do y'all handle that? Um I think I think for me, I think it, it has happened at the same time. I think for me though, I'm more um and and I and I say this not to say that Jamal's not like serving because I I think he's he serves me like when like how I mentioned before like yeah just like lay with me just be here with me like if yeah. I'm having like a bad day okay he'll put on cartoons and we'll just sit in bed all day and we'll eat pizza and we'll just you know whatever like see how it goes I think for him he he uh, it's like it's harder because he keeps going like he doesn't he doesn't like I I stop like I'm like okay I can't I can't do nothing right now. But for mm -hmm. him, like he's like, okay, I'm gonna keep going, but I'm, but I'm gonna be emotionally distant. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be more quiet. I'm gonna be like self-reserved. And for me, it's like, uh, un unfortunately, he's had a lot of instances where people, it seems like the people didn't care about what he felt. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, so for mm -hmm. him, he's like, I'm, I'm just not gonna burden you with what's going on in my head. And I'm like, no, I'm your wife. Like. I yeah. care. I want to know. Tell me everything. Like right. I want to know every detail, every detail of your day. Like, and even even the difference in that. Like when we're talking, I just tend to go on these long tangents. I give every detail, side story, backstory, all this stuff. And like, you're kidding. And for Jamaya, woman, you do that. 
Don't do that. I, yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> like, but like Jamal is just very in and out. Like, yes. even like it's like it's like a target mat. When women go in Target, it's like we gotta, you know, versus yes. like men's like lotion, cash right. register. Out. Yes. <laughs> so so for him, like I'm asking for backstory. I'm asking for like, okay, well, why do you feel this way? And then like also letting him know, like, it's okay to feel this way. Yeah. Like, you know, like you're not less of a man, you're not less of like a Christian or less of a husband or whatever because you're having a bad day or because you're going through like a depressive state. Like, what do you need? And I think for me, it's just, it's just harder uh, to serve him in that way because he's so to himself. That's good. So yeah. That's so good. As you, we're wrapping it up soon, but you know, as, as we're dealing with the whole COVID thing, what practical steps do you do to lessen your anxiety or depression? Like, what do you do mm-hmm. so you're good? Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I mentioned all the stuff that I usually do. I can't do, so I mentioned Target. Target is a place that I go to be happy, even if I don't buy anything at all. Um, hanging with my friends, doing stuff like that, and I can't do any of that. So now I try to, again, talk about like television. I watch television, I read, I listen to music, I go on walks, I go outside, fresh air helps, mm. um, the sun, you know, like, and just being still, honestly, like being still, sometimes, the, the cure isn't to like stuff myself with busyness or just like things or noise. Like it's really to just be still. Um, the Christian answer would be to pray. But to be honest, sometimes I'm depressed. I don't feel like praying. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like God, life sucks right now, you know, and that's all I have. That's all I have to give. I don't feel like reading. Mm-hmm. I don't feel yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I- Are you, are you one of those people that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're I, okay. You kind of broke in this whole idea of Christianity, spirituality. Are you one of those people that, that surmised to the idea that, oh, the devil is preying on you via depression? depression? Do you subscribe <sighs> to that? Because I know people that talk about, you know, you got to be yeah. delivered, you need a deliverance, da da da, da like, and, and all of those things. What, think, where are you on that? I think yes and no. I think, like I said, life sucks sometimes. And <laughs> sometimes it's just a natural thing. It just, life sucks. Um, But also times there are times where I felt uh, very unnaturally heavy. Like it doesn't make sense. Um, Every like there's there's been no trigger. You know what I'm saying? There's been nothing that has happened uh, to really put me in this place. And there have been times where it just seems like life is falling apart. And I do think those can be spiritual attacks. I do think that Mm -hmm. that's the case. Um, But I also I don't I want to say that without neglecting the fact that it's very human, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That like to take the natural away from it. Cause I feel like when people talk about like deliverance and stuff, again, you're putting the onus on like the person and, and you're kind of invalidating their experiences and their thoughts. I think some, sometimes when people can say that. So yes, I do I do believe that definitely like um, scripture talks about like the, like a, a heavy spirit, the spirit of the cloak of heaviness or like mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, um, being real and be like, this thing happened and this is why I feel this way, that's still relevant, that's still valid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, Got that you. still makes sense. I, and I, I tend to think it's, I think it's both. And yeah. that's the, I think that's the problem I, I have with, with some type of people who are so, who are too hyper-religious and so, because they don't understand, like, even the scripture that they talk about, talks about how it's both. Mm-hmm. It could be Satan or the devil, but it could also be man. Like we like we set this thing in motion. We've done some things that've jacked yep. this earth up. So it's not like he doesn't need help. Yes, yeah. he's already after us. We know that. Like not to be too deep. We already know he, he like he does not want you to be joy. He does not want you to be happy at all. But there are things that we do to help him out. Like 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 <laughs> we just speed that whole thing up. Like you know, just like 
is, is if there is a if you bring in a bad thought, opens up the bad thought. Yes, he's going then going to he could add to it. Yeah. Some things are out of our control, but just not. It may not be us, but it could be still man that we have no control over. Like just policies that are made by our leaders because right. I, I i get depressed at that i get depressed like that's why i i, I had to turn cnn off and i love CNN, but i think i was trying to talk to john the other day talking john the other day about that like i get very depressed just watching our government fail <laughs> like you know because i do have a passion for government so it's just like that's very depressing so it's just like okay mm-hmm. let me just take it off but they're failing us mm-hmm. you know and so like then that like you know so i feel like yes there's things there's satan at work but then also just horrible human beings who are just trash yeah. and shouldn't be where they where they are that just yeah. make it worse. And then I'm, I'm, oh, wait, wait. No, you go no, no, no. I, I was just gonna say like and then it, it gets even more complicated because like even even like the trash people and like the trash things that they do like it's still it's it's even though it is natural and I, I don't want to deny that like yeah people are just mm-hmm. can be garbage but like at the same time it is the enemy right like it, mm-hmm. if if we talk about like if it's not against like even the structures that are put in place, it's all evil. Like mm-hmm. it's evil. Like this, this was yeah. even though it's man-made, they lend themselves to like being used by the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. To put things in place to really like make people suffer, which it which because of oppressive systems, now they're depressed. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. it's like all inter interconnected. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's not because people act, they have free will. Like, even though mm-hmm. the stuff is influenced by spiritual things, like I feel like at the end of the day, you still have the ability to be like nah you not nah, and satan or whoever like you tripping like or you know the powers that be whoever in higher positions but i think like i i really think it's like this like it's i mean you can't if you're listening you can't see but like my hands together like you know it's very like very <laughs> intertwined you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. with uh with man but also uh spirituality or yeah so yeah I'm, no that that's 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 really good i, I just think in general we we have to we have to as a, as a culture and Christian especially Christian faith like we just have to start calling this stuff out as it as yeah. it's happening like I mean I think it's both too I think it's a good good it's not an either or it is a both thing where it could be that you could one day be delivered from one depressive state doesn't mean that you'll always be delivered from every depressive state you know right. like things you might have to just go through it and fight through it and and, and going through it gotta meet you through that like, you know like. How do you know God's a healer except you get a disease and you get healed from it? How do you know that right. he's a protector, you know, unless he protects you? So those type of things have to, like, we, we as a culture want to escape every, uh, everything that's that's not positive. We, suffering is like, mm. we talk a lot about this in Christianity that, you know, we are supposed to love suffering. We're supposed to look forward to suffering. And yeah. that's part of our our daily diet, if you will. Like we should be almost like like Christ suffered. Jesus said, like, if I suffer, you will suffer too. Like, so like those type of ideologies, we have to like kind of filter out to understand like half of what we're going through. So my, my thing is not depression, maybe as frequently as your thing might be depression, yeah. but my thing could be other things, right? Mm-hmm. So we just have to, when it comes to the spirituality part of it, like really um, understand what lens we're gonna look through it from. But I just, I mean, it's hard for me to the whole COVID thing. I, I agree with Terrence. Um, I, I have struggled with the whole CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever. Like when I hear of 400, 500, 600 people dying a yeah. day, yeah. I can't, you, there's no, like you should be, dep- if you're not depressed, something's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> like like what, what sadistic individual is like, yeah. man, like, you know. Oh, sucks for them. Like, you know. like we're doing better, like 600, 700. Mm. So, this is a time where as a culture, I, I, and this is kind of our final thoughts before Terrence does his wrap up. 
But this is a time as a culture where we have to feel our feelings. Mm -hmm. We have to know, you know, this is happening. And I, I agree with Terrence, like control it. You should like, like control your peace. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you might yeah. get it off at some point, but you should still be informed that it's happening. You should mm -hmm. still be yeah. aware that people are dying in the hundreds every day. So you stay abreast of the information. But certainly not, don't dive down the deep end and just be like, I need to get all things relative to the news so that I'm inundated with all that information. And now I, I don't know what, what, what side is up and what side is down because now I'm just, I'm so upset and happy and frustrated with something I can never control. Yeah. The thing that helps me within the last couple of months before we wrap up is, um, and I started expressing to my wife this, uh, you know, when something's going on, it's like, does this deserve my headspace? And if it's a no, <laughs> I don't care. You know, like mm -hmm. to be quite honest, like does this deserve my headspace? Do I need to be impacted by this? No, I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, that sucks. Well, I'm moving on. You know, yeah. I'm going to get my coffee. Yeah. And enjoying the rest of my day because this is not getting it. So that's yeah, something that, your peace. You know, that's what I hear you saying. Protect your peace. You know. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and and it's funny because I've been, I've been on that mindset for quite some time of. That's one thing that, that really has helped me dramatically uh, fight my depression is just not tra traveling down the, the rabbit hole. Like, you know, it, and, and when I'm going there, I, I feel like I'm better at the ability to cut it off than I was when I was younger and when I was, you know, of knowing, well, this is going to go someplace. I got to turn it off because I'm like, makes sense. And then I went, to, I went to, I started, I started going to church again. And one of the first sessions I went to, was right before this happened was about depression was about mental health and i was very glad to see a pastor talking about mental health and he brought it back to a scripture that's like really like things that i've known this scripture but you know it was like finally my brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are, are honest whatsoever things are just what have you known that whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are, are of good rapport if they're being think on these things and what he talked about that scripture was literally like and, and yes, some people cannot do this without a counselor, but it's it starts in the mind. And so if it's like it's if it's not true, you know, like seek truth. If it's not true, stop. And a lot of times, mental health comes because we start bringing things into our mind that aren't true, like that we know that we don't know if it's true or not, but we start going down it. Like, and a perfect example would be like we see okay, something such has as in what's name has COVID and, and died. But mental health comes in is like, oh God, what if I get it? Oh God, what if my mom gets it? Oh God, what if, if and those things aren't true right now. Yeah. But because your mind is now going down the rabbit hole with that, you yeah. know, it, that's why it becomes a mental a mental health and uh, at that point an attack. Mm -hmm. And so the scripture is like reminding you to like stick on the things that are true. Like that's at that moment, that's not true. So just stop. <laughs> like like literally pause right there pause you know yeah. um and so I, I like that scripture it's philippians 4 7 not to be deep because like you know but but that, be deep, bro be deep yeah <laughs> i like that scripture because it's just like especially the way the pastor broke it down was like how this is what this is it, that's how you can begin to get yourself out of and it wasn't like be deep and pray it was like no 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 you need to like literally it's not true you know yeah. it, it's, it's not of good rapport you know Think on these things, like because because God even knew, yo. If I can't even get your mind away from what where it's going, you're 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 done, like yeah. you know. And so it starts like literally right there, you know. And so I don't know. That's good, T. Oh, I understand. 
Yeah, Alicia. Any 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 final words? Before, even before you do that, Alicia. I mean, that what you're speaking to is self awareness. T. I mean, I, I love that, and I think that as far as Christianity, I think we're all, we're all Christians on here. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 with that being said, guys, you know, we 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 definitely as on the show, we don't always um, speak from a Christian like slam it down your throat mindset. We always want to be. We're just, we're just. This is who we are. This is the the, the way we wear mm-hmm. Christianity. Um, and and so we don't want to drive anything down anyone's throats, obviously. But at the same time. I will say um, that Christianity is not only right to me, it's better. And and, and so, and I've heard mm-hmm. other pastors say that like that, and I feel like that's a good way of like wrapping it up in that way. It's like, look, man, like it, it may be not what you, your cup of tea, but certainly there are things in the scriptures that help you understand how to filter through this life that, uh, you know, like Alicia was already saying, is difficult. Um, and I think God, it, it, through Jesus, left the keys to understanding how to navigate through life. And that's what T uh, was just speaking about. And I hope you guys, all your listeners, all of our listeners are just thinking it, think of it from that lens. Like, you know, think on things that are positive, things that are true about your own personal life, not what is being filtered through your television, through your radio, through your, your, te- your, your phone. You just have to protect your peace in that way. And so we really want to be careful during this COVID season because like obviously people are dying from getting COVID, but there are a lot of people that are killing themselves because of COVID as well. Mm. Due to depression, due to issues, due to seeing so much grief, so many people's like, I've heard of one family had had a husband, wife, and a daughter, like my, my family construct. And the uh, you know, husband and the daughter died of Francis mm. COVID, and only the wife was left. So these are these are these are moments that will break you mentally. If you mm-hmm. allow yourself to kind of go down that rabbit hole, anything um, that you want to say, Alicia, as a final thought? Um, go to counseling. I think, uh, and, I, and it's not, it doesn't have to be like a, oh, counseling. Like, I think even if you're not, even if you're not struggling, even if you don't suspect to have any um, symptoms of whatever mental health issue, I think counseling, again, is for everybody. I think uh, maintenance is good. Like, even if you're in good spirits, how to maintain good spirits, how to communicate better to your family, to your friends. Like there are so many uh, benefits to actually seeking help and counseling. And if you can't afford it, like build a, put together, you know, a counseling team, whether it be friends or like elders or, you know, and again, they're not, again, they're not licensed or whatever, but at least be around people. Um, And also be okay with not being okay. I think that's, that's like, you don't have to try to fix yourself. Just, be okay with not being okay and then seeking the help that you need. I'm sorry, yeah. my daughter has to come in here and get, she's about to take yeah. her nap. Oh, sorry, so she has one quick kiss kiss. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. And now say say hi, hi to everybody. Hi. hi. And go down for your nap, all right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I love you. I'll see you in a, see you in a bit. Yeah. Um, That doesn't go away, John. You got two more years of that. What's two that? or three. Said London still does that. I'm like, yo, you're about to be four. Well, like, you know, <laughs> just have to have to have to come in and you know, <laughs> that she's definitely a daddy's girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Alicia. Were you saying anything else about it? I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh no, no, no. So go uh, and get a team. Go to if, if it's not well, like put together, I would also say put together like uh for people who do struggle with depression, put together like uh, an emergency kit. So literally put together a list of like. I have 30 things, but put together at least like 10 things that you can do when you start to feel yourself falling into a depression, whether that that be, um, again, calling a friend or like listening to music when, you know, everything is 
we'll see how everything turns out. But like, I like to go to movies by myself in the morning. I like to take myself out to dinner. Just like, about to say that. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I'm so blown right now. Like, I would leave work. I would leave work because my job is very depressing, and I would go see a movie. I would. Yeah. Sometimes I wouldn't tell Tanisha. Like, I would. She knows now. I know. But I would. But, like a, a great That's movie would, would cheer me up. I was actually a better husband when I got home seeing that movie because I was a better father. Like I was just in a best mood. And mm-hmm. when they shut this theater down, <sighs> yeah, they lost, they lost all your money, huh? They lost, like it, my mood changed, man. <laughs> like I gotta go home to this family now. I guess no, not that. <laughs> just like no. <laughs> No, that was great. Um, no, I, that's I think that's a great idea, Alicia. Like, I love that idea. Like, that's a really good idea. Create a, a kit, like you said, 10, 20, 30 things of like, you got to action. You got to, and the thing I think about what you're saying that I love is that you got to do it now while you have, if you have sober judgment now, do it yes. while you're sober. Don't wait till the moment happens. You're like, well, what are my 10 things? Do it now while you have yeah. time to think about it and figure <laughs> out whatever those 10, 20 things are. Because once, once you're there, you're there, you know? Yeah. Um, and depression is it, different for everybody. So I, I want to say this one last thing. Be careful of the things you say to people. Yes. That, that can be super damaging. You're thinking that, it, oh, you just fat. You just, uh, you don't have a good, um, you know, like just diet concept or you, yeah. you're not dieting correctly or you're not working out, you're not exercising. Like it's so yeah. super popular on social media. Man, I'm just dealing with the fact that I lost this person in my life that was huge. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know it was a coping mechanism. Or even if I'm working a lot. Like, yeah, it may may look different to you. It may be like, man, the way my wife brought it to me was such a super um, non-abrasive way, which is like, she was just like, babe, you know, I've just been noticing. You've been, you've been, it's an uptick, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't mind you doing whatever you do, but like, I just want you to be careful. Just, that shows I love you, not like, man, you drink it again, you're doing this again, you're doing too Mm -hmm. much. And our culture has a way of just saying things, shoot. And I'm that way as a person too. And I got to be careful to just not just say things that may be rude and offensive and not just offensive, but just like, I'm not even addressing the root of the problem, which is more right. the depression, right. not the outward expression of whatever the depression looks like. So, in this so with that being said, John, you just, just, just tell me like Terrence, you're fat. I think you do better, honestly. And you're, you're, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the alcohol in the back of the <laughs> has a whole bar behind him. Now, we maybe not a fat thing. You look pretty good in shape, but you've got an entire, like, you have an entire Friday's backlog of liquors. <laughs> it's not that much. That's yeah. a lot. Four shelves of alcohol. Four. <laughs> It's not that much. Okay. Alicia, did you have to, I thought you were about to say something. No, no. I I think like you said, like being careful what you say to other people, um, like to people who don't deal with it, who might not get it, who might not understand it. Uh, Like if you don't have, like literally like how your parents say, you don't have nothing nice to say. Even if you think like it's helpful, don't say it. Like just keep it to yourself. Seek the resources to maybe figure out how to communicate stuff. And um and also don't shut people down like oh you're just depressed okay like you know that like mm-hmm. like no I, I think people are just uncomfortable with people being sad like how we talked about before don't be so quick to fix people like sometimes you just shutting up and sitting with people in their sadness in their in whatever state they are that does more for them than you can even like fathom. Like, oh, do, just, do you think that's my last question? But do you think people um, checking in on you periodically is that like a thing too? Is that or is that something that be like, man, stop calling me about it? Like, cause you're, you know, you're already kind of like showing your inner feelings about it. So mm-hmm. if they keep hitting you up, like, would that bother you or would that be like a me personally, me myself personally? Um, I 
<laughs> I was just joking. But um, I, I think- I know, uh, that's why I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time, so it's fine. Yeah. I, um, the my the friends who the friends who do reach out to me like sometimes I go ghost like sometimes I just disappear and it's nothing personal it's nothing like sometimes oh, I just yeah. can't take it like even with tech like texting like you were texting me John I felt so bad because like some days I just I just can't do it like I just can't yeah. and it's not and again it doesn't have to do with the person it's just like the state and the people that know me like no like oh, okay she just she's probably just and you know taking yeah. her time she's going to get back to me she still loves me it's not nothing and they do check in on me and it's never like why don't you return my text or my call? Da, 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 da. It's always like, hey, just checking in on you. How are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Or just picking up like nothing happened at all, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so I, th I think- normalizing the behavior, almost like normalizing it. Yeah, right? because, because, um, because yeah, in the moment, like if I don't answer the phone, if I, and sometimes it's just like literally the day passes and I just like forget or I'm not near my phone. And like the next day I'm like, oh God, should I text them now? Is that rude to text them a whole day later? Like, yeah. oh God, like, I'm like, I don't know what to do, right, right, right. you know? And, um, and just having people to relieve that extra stress that like, cause a lot of people are just like, okay, people are busy. Like even yeah. though people are home, people are busy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. um, so I think for me, like I, like I said, like the people who know me, like they've, they've accepted that my lack of response does not mean I don't care. Sometimes I just can't do it. And sometimes I just forget cause I'm human and self. I don't know if we were meant to be disconnected all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, love mm -hmm. I love what you said too. Cause I think some people like myself included have to learn other people. So like maybe Terrence might respond right back to me or maybe Tony might, but or maybe Tony might not. Me, there was a week when I didn't respond. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, but look, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to be like Tony. Look, I didn't look now. <laughs> Look, because we're friends and we have to, right. I care about you as a person more than whatever right. it's this thing we're talking about, right? So, yeah. and I, but but we have to, I have to learn that on the other side of someone that may be dealing with that. Like like for you, Alicia, I don't have that relationship with you. I'm like, we're not that, that cool, but we're cool. Like we're friends. We meet up even- you know, my That sounds and, so rude. I don't like you that much. I kind of no, like let me, you. Let me, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> Because Alicia and I, like when Alicia's in town, like my wife and I, we will all go out, like we've all gone out um, as couples and hung out. But our relationship is just really beginning to form in terms of like, of like friendship, friendship, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Which is perfectly fine. And so I have to learn how to be her friend. And I think that's what I'm trying to, that's the root of what I'm trying to say is like, got you, got I don't you. know how to be her friend yet because I'm just turning that corner into friendship, right? Mm -hmm. So that has to be learned and understood over time. Even I've known Tony for a long time. That Negro did not answer me for like a week. I'm like, all right, look now, look. So, so, you know, it, it's different relationships, different ties, different people, and you just kind of learn it, you know? Yeah. Hey, London. Hi, London. She can't hear us. Hey, London. But, you know, that's, that's the important thing. So I think that, you know, thank you for saying that, you know? Yeah. 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 And Tony answered my text messages. So I'm going, <laughs> I mean, I told you why, though. So, oh, you we're, did. We're good. We're good. So, guys, this has been a great episode. I really, I'm sorry that it lasted for two hours, but I felt oh, like, no, 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 no. I feel like, though, this has been one of the most helpful episodes that we've had to date because it's just talking about something that's like really a taboo topic in our community and something that I feel like we just need to be talking about more often and more frequently um, as a culture. So, this, Alicia, thank you so, 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 so much for yeah. sharing your story, for being vulnerable, for being real, raw, and relatable with us um, on this. Thank uh, you. Topic. We just want to give you a big hand clap. <laughs> you know, to hear it like that. Yay! I'm just grateful for you. You adding like an applause right there. Yeah, I put an applause. I know how to edit. Thank you. I'm gonna edit you out. 
<laughs> Y'all fancy. <laughs> but thank you for um, taking your time and sharing your story with us. Um, and we hope to have you on again. Like you are an artist as well. Uh, so we could talk more about that um, maybe in another episode. But thank you so much for coming on. Thanks really for good. having me. Yeah. It's been dope. Uh, now, Terrence is going to do his real talk wrap up now, guys. Okay. So, what what is depression? What is depression? The American Psychological Association defines depression or major depressive disorder as a common or serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Um, it causes feelings and sadness and or loss and in interest in activities once enjoyed. Um, it can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease a person's ability to function at work or at home. Um, depression symptoms can, can, they can vary from mild to severe and can include feeling sad, having a depressed mood, loss of interest, changes in appetite, trouble sleeping, um, loss in energy or increased fatigue, increase in purposelessness, physical activity, such as handwriting or pacing or slow movements, feeling of worthlessness or guilt, difficulty of, of thinking and concentrating or making decisions, and of course, um, unfortunately, thoughts of death or suicide. Now, you may have listened to this entire podcast and thought to yourself, nah, that's not me. I'm good. However, I want you to picture yourself right now, and if you're in a room with four other people, then you have a 20% chance of being diagnosed with depression. You see, in the United States, one in five adults will struggle with a depressive disorder at some point in their life. However, only 41% of those depressed sufferings will receive help for their illness. The biggest reason that mental health advocates cite as a, as a prevention for people getting help for the depression in the U.S. is the lack of sufficient health care providers and the prohibitive cost of medication. However, it is essential to keep in mind that depression and other mental health conditions are vastly underreported around the globe. Cultural biases, social stigma, and lack of accessing to screening and treatment can influence rates uh, and is lead to underreporting of depression. It's interesting that I truly used to believe that depression and most mental health issues were not common for African Americans. Unfortunately, I have come to realize that this is not, this is false. As a secondary, a secondary school administrator in a majority African-American populated school, I have hundreds of students who've experienced episodes of depression, students diagnosed with bipolar disorder, students who've attempted, attempted and unfortunately been successful at committing suicide, and students who hurt themselves or others due to a mental health situation. What I've come to realize that not only is it common amongst African-Americans, but we are more likely to suffer from a mental health-related problem more than any other race. The Anxiety Association of America has done significant studies on this. Although anyone can develop a mental health problem, African-Americans sometimes experience more severe forms of mental health conditions due to unmet needs and other barriers. According to the Health and Humane Services of, of Minority Health, African-Americans are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems than the general populations. African-American youth who are exposed to violence at a are at greater risk for PTSD by 25%. African-Americans are also more likely to be exposed to these factors that increase the risk for developing mental health conditions, such as homelessness or exposure to violence. In the African-American community, people often misunderstand what a mental health condition is, and therefore the subject is uncommon. The lack of understanding leads to many believe that mental health condition is a personal weakness or a form of punishment. Many Blacks have trouble recognizing the signs of symptoms of mental health conditions, such as, such as anxiety, depression, which leads them to underestimating the effects of a mental health condition. 
African-Americans may, I repeat, they may also be reluctant to discuss mental health issues and seek treatment because of the shame and stigma associated with such conditions in their community. Men are actually at greater risk because we are the least to seek help. So what's the point of this data that I just gave you? Like, What's the point of it all? It's simple. It's time that we look at mental health like any other health problem. Some of us already think that we're medical experts with these doctorates in WebMD and Google. We Google symptoms all the time. Uh, let, let's see here. I got I got the scratchy throat, the runny nose, and the constipated for about two weeks now. Oh, oh shoot. Damn, Rudy. I got that damn polynephritis. Damn it, Faye. I done had this pain and cramping, infection, and bleeding for three hours now. I must got the divicatulitis. Listen, like... All those sources tell you to call your doctor or go to the ER when the symptoms are consistent or have become worse. We need to take that same advice when it comes to our mental health. It is no different. Let's stop being so damn tough. And I'm going to end this by saying this. It is simple. If you or a loved one have been feeling sad or have been or have a depressed mood for more than a week or two, Seek out a mental health care professional ASAP. If it's been two weeks and you have dramatic loss and in interest and in pleasure of activities that you once enjoyed, seek out a mental health care professional ASAP. If you have loved, if you or a loved one have changes in appetite, weight loss, or gain unrelated or gain unrelated to dieting, so it's not about your diet. You have trouble sleep, sleeping, or you're sleeping too much. Loss of energy or increased fatigue, and these symptoms have have lasted longer than two weeks. Seek out a mental health care professional ASAP. If you are constantly struggling with feeling worthless or guilty, don't try to tough it out. No, seek out a mental health care professional ASAP. Finally, if you have any thoughts, or if you or a loved one you know have any thoughts of death or suicide, even just one incident, just like they say, call your doctor if this is a life-threatening emergency. Please hang up and dial 911. Let me tell you, if you or someone is thinking about suicide, this is a life-threatening emergency. Stop listening to this podcast right now and call 911. Saving your loved one's mental well-being may actually save their life. You are worth it. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Wow. That's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah, what Terrence said, <laughs> uh, that's good, man. I think, I think you, you pointed in the right direction. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Thanks, our podcast guys. today. Um, you can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, at Relentlessly Real Podcast. Again, that's Relentlessly Real Podcast. And if, as always, if you want to submit topics, you can submit it to Relentlessly Real Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Relentlessly Real Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we guys, you guys, we are just here to discuss things that are relevant to the culture, discuss things that are relevant to uh, your lives and maybe illuminate things that you may not know about um, yourself or your community or what have you. So we're here to discuss those things in a real, raw and relatable way. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, all right. My name is John. I'm Antonio. And I am Terrence. And Alicia was here, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Valencia Podcast. We'll talk to you guys. Peace.